0: Welcome back, whether you are on Instagram Live with us or you are listening on the podcast. We're back for our second live stream of the new era of online business conversation where we've been talking about so many concepts and constructs that we've been introduced to and we're starting to have a bigger conversation and unravel some of these things to make them actually feel good (laughs) and actually make sense and this conversation is one that I have not spoke on yet but I was texting a friend two weeks ago and we were just talking about investing and money and expenses and overhead as entrepreneurs and you know I was telling her that in my like dark night of the soul I really had to like reevaluate the way in which I circulate money, what I invest in, where I pour my resources and my time. And I told her coming out of it, such a game changer because I feel like I operate from a much different perspective now. And like, I'm not in the dark night of the soul anymore. So now it's just like even bigger and even better. Um, And she was like, you really need to talk about this. Like you need to talk about how you maintain low overhead. You need to talk about profit margins. You need to talk about like, You know it's you keep it lean but things are luxe like i don't go without i don't go without mentorship i don't go without coaching or support i don't go without support in my business i don't go without like the softwares that we actually need to automate things i there's not like a compromise in quality so i want to have this conversation with you i want to talk about some of the lenses in which i started to see through when i had to really scale back on my expenses I wanna talk about the mindset behind it. I wanna talk about where we actually scaled back and what made a big difference and how you can start to take some of these perspectives and just kind of like look at where your money is flowing and making sure that You're not cutting corners, you're getting the support that you want, you're not going without and also you're paying yourself and also you're keeping money and also you're making money grow and also like just because you are making that much money doesn't mean you have to spend it and I think that's where I probably want to start because when I got started in my business in 2018, it was a much different landscape and I surrounded myself with a much different circle. And i worked with coaches who presented this business in a box kind of concept and it was like you just outsource everything oh you need uh you're launching a freebie you need an opt-in page hire a copywriter at like a two or three thousand dollar retainer or like oh you need a website built or you need an update on your sales page just like hire a developer to do it for you for like five or six thousand dollars and I was doing these things you guys I was doing those things because I was making the money and I was under this like operating system that the more I made the more I had to invest and if I didn't I wasn't all in In that like horrible toxic message that couldn't be farther from the truth um, and like even before my business, like I like spending money. I've always bought myself nice things. I have worked my ass off from like the moment I was like fudging my working papers at like 12 or 13 years old, working down the street. like all of that to say is I have no problem spending money. I like to have nice things. I like investing in quality. like that's that's not the conversation or the conflict here. I found myself outsourcing so much in my business that one, Like, I was just like, we shouldn't be um, like spending or like, I shouldn't see this much money leaving my account for what I'm feeling of like what's being poured in and like what I'm getting on a return. And something's just not adding up. And I didn't look at it until I was forced to look at it because it was no longer sustainable, right? And so then I started to really look through the lens of like, What has to go? What is this? there just no room for? Like what's a nice to have? What's a need to have? And so I started to look at my team. I started to look at my support system. I started to look at things that I was outsourcing. And I always say like, there's a lot of business coaches out there that will completely disagree with the way that I operate and maintain my business. And that's perfectly fine. But like through my own process, my own five years of, of being in business, and doing this full time of like, there are some things in my business that I could hire somebody to do, but it feels a whole hell of a lot better to do myself. And especially like the creative part of my business, that's like the heart and soul of my business and my perspective. So when I have tried to like outsource you know a copywriter or like outsource someone to help me with captions or like outsource like the visual concepts like it ne- i've never been able to articulate what i want in the way that i would be able to do what i want that's because i'm a creative first <laughs> like i am just a natural born creative the way that i get inspired to do things in my business is i get a visual usually it's like and it's an aesthetic it's something i see it's something that like i can draw or it can come to life and so when i started to outsource things like my voice um, my brand visuals things like that i started to feel like i was really sacrificing a lot of the things that was important to me but i was told early on in my business like but you just got to stay in your zone of genius well i realized That's such a large part of my zone of genius. (laughs) Like there are things that you are going to be so fluent in and just intuitive. And like there are things in your business that nobody else can do better than you. Most of that is going to be like you being the face of your brand and running your programs and serving your clients. Like that's a given to me. But I have other zone of geniuses that I bring to the table for myself and for my clients that also come out to play in my business. And so I started to look at those things of like, why do I even want someone else to do this? No, it doesn't make sense. I think a lot of that messaging has dissolved over the years. Um, But I wanted to start there just to say like, you can operate from a place where you have a lot of support, where you're not this big bottleneck, where you're not overworked, where you're not burnt out. And also you're not... Delegating every single nook of nook and cranny of what you do and who you are in your business. Like getting really clear on the role that you play your zone of geniuses and how that comes into play in your business. That's kind of the first part of it. But the second part of it is that I thought (laughs) what I wanted and what I needed to succeed was a really big team. Like, that was always a dream of mine to have a big team. I don't really know why that was a big dream of mine, but it was. And so, like I said, in the beginning, I hired everybody and their mother. I had my copywriter on retainer. Like, I I can't even... There there was a point where there were, like, 15 different people slash contractors I was working with, and I found myself getting so exhausted (laughs) having to, like, keep everyone updated on the same page, and I was like, this just feels... Messy, like it feels overwhelming, but hire the best of the best and what they do, right? So, so there was like a lot of conflict going on for me, and eventually what really got me to the place of like making a lot of change in my team was when I was pregnant because I was like there's really no more room for like fucking around (laughs) we have to get our team and our systems and our back end and like our support our functionality really really locked and loaded so I can be attentive and like this newborn season and this huge transition transition so that really lit a fire under me of like I need to find the right people and it's not about hiring everyone and it's like I didn't want to um it's like I didn't want to look at what was out there I wanted to in a way like create my own position and like find my own unicorn type of people to potentially wear multiple hats because they have multiple different zones of genius and because they like to and because they want to. And so I started to step away from working with big agencies and really cultivate a very small, tight knit internal team where I know my team so intimately i know where they thrive i know where they like to be expanded i know where they like to spend their time i know where they feel the most fulfillment and so we're able to as the brand grows and as like we're just updating things and maintaining the business if there's something that comes up or an opportunity to say hey we were working with this agency or this contractor or whatever the case may be is this something that we could bring in house is this something that one we could bring in house and would also be fulfilling for somebody who's already on the team and so we started to take a lot more things from an internal perspective and an internal flow and that simplified my business so much because my team is really just like the job listing I posted to find Krista was um, operations queen. Like I believe she's a unicorn, she's an operations queen. And then we have Leslie who is our community manager, creative admin, executive admin, um, and they both like balance each other so well. And that really makes up my team. We work once in a while with specialized contractors, maybe once a year, maybe more. And, and like that will change. Like if we decide to, to run ads again or something like that, I'm not saying your uh, your team structure is gonna be the same forever because as you grow in your business, your needs are gonna grow too. But it was game changing for me to look at all of the different operations of the business and what we need to sustain and grow and do and really be able to bring that in house in a way that satisfies everyone. And then from an investment perspective, like we're talking like tens of thousands of a difference in month to month expenses okay like five figures type of difference and all of a sudden things were operating smoother they were operating quicker they were operating better things felt lighter for me like My team is just so good at what they do. They know each other so well. They know me so well. Like we just budgeted an hour of time last week because I was like, you guys, I have all these updates for you. We got to talk about the membership. We got to talk about the mastermind. We got to talk about the partnership. We got to talk about the retreat, all these things, updating these systems. We block out an hour. Our call was done in 15 minutes because there's just this sense of understanding. We are like, we're like a unit, we're like a family, we're in relationship every week. It's not like I jump on a a call for like a status call, and then we don't talk. And like, there's just this fluidity that started to happen for me and my team personally, when we started to bring the things in house that we could. And I want to just make sure there's like a discernment asterisk of like, making sure your team members want to be doing those things and not like throwing shit that they didn't sign up for that wasn't in their job description, but like getting to know that human and their skill sets and what really drives them and when you can add and amplify to their role and then add and amplify to their compensation, like it's a win-win for everyone. So making sure that like, you know, it, anyways, yes, that, (laughs) that is my disclaimer for that part. Um, and then we started to look at, just like overall systems and softwares and we started to look at where can we combine things where are certain functionalities holding us back but we've just been like eh, whatever we've been here for a while where are we just using softwares because like that's those are the most popular ones in the industry like we started to actually do research of, is there anything better out there that we could use? Are we vetting all of our options? or Are we just running towards something because somebody popped an affiliate link and getting really clear on that? And so we had made a few big software migrations. We went from Active Campaign to MailerLite and we were paying, I don't know, like I think upwards of a thousand dollars because of their contact limit. And I was just like, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, does it make sense? Like, does it really make sense? And I was like, no, it doesn't make sense. We could actually do it in a much more efficient and cost effective way without compromising on quality or um, like getting what we need. So it, it was just like, we're going to go through and just like fine comb through where our money is circulating. And for me, there was a reevaluation in in value perspective for me, where I started to value really bringing things internally, consolidating, simplifying, less is more. I think when you're starting to scale up by just natural progression, like your brand is expanding, your capacity is expanding. And so like, sometimes it's natural that you get into the snowball effect of financial expanding and like hiring more and and upgrading more and doing all the things. And I'll never forget, it was probably two summers ago, I was having a conversation with somebody in the partnership and she said to me, does it ever end or do we just make more money and spend more money? Like, is there ever a point where like my expenses don't keep increasing? And I just will never forget that conversation because I was like, absolutely not. Like that is not your reality. That is not what we're doing here. That is not what we're signed up for. And it is not fucking necessary to keep spending as you keep making Like lean, but make it lux. It's not about going without. It's not about like wearing all the hats and being the solopreneur. Get the support that you need, but get it in a really intentional way that actually makes sense for you and your business. Look at like, what are you paying for on subscription in membership that you're like, is there a better solution? Is there a better solution? Is there a way to consolidate? Is there a way to leverage something somewhere else? So we had moved email softwares and we also downgraded our Kajabi account because we hosted now all of our programs on Thrive Learn, which is not a monthly fee. We pay once for that. So like our payment gateway where we take our payments, our funnel pages, our courses, our affiliate marketing, like technically is free every month. I paid once for it years ago but like that's not even an expense and I was sitting on that and I'm like how silly how silly because we're fighting with Kajabi and we're going up and we keep bumping up in our tier because we keep adding more programs and replays and then I had to get creative and crafty and it was just like there are things that are sitting under your nose that can simplify and streamline your business it can elevate your profit and it doesn't mean that you go without like that's the thing that I really want to drive home because I think even my mindset years ago was like, but if I don't, (laughs) but if I don't, am I not all in? But if I don't, am I still going to grow? Am I legit? Like, am I cheap? No. B. in relationship with your money and this is like a a big roller coaster i have been on when i went through my two-year dark night of the soul tour i i keep referring it to but i had to really reevaluate my relationship with money and want to be in relationship with money and a big part of that is like really caring where it's going you know like i'm not gonna send my son down the street or like to someone's house i don't know and be like see ya like I wanna know where you're going. I wanna know that you're gonna be well taken care of. Like I wanna I wanna know that you know you're well taken care of and you're safe and you're protected, you're cared for, you're thought of. And so I started to look at literally went through my bank statements, every single expense that went out for 30 days. It was like, what feels good, what feels heavy, what's like, yes, I love paying this, what comes up where I'm going through and I'm like investing in this doesn't really feel good or doesn't make sense anymore? And how can I just start to make better decisions to prioritize profit, to prioritize paying myself always putting money away, and also being so supported in the process. So there are a couple things and I was talking about this somewhere, I can't remember, maybe I said it in a podcast episode or in a chat or something. But When I think about like the non-negotiables for me, even when I was in the dark night of the soul, (laughs) even when I was being really mindful about what I was spending on, like there were a couple of things that were just absolutely non-negotiable. We will figure out how to make it work. We will do it in a lean way. First thing is mentorship and coaching. Like... In those moments truly was what I needed my mentor the most and so I had conversations with her where we were able to like work something out and get me on like a payment plan that worked and I was just like I will not go without a support system I will not go without someone to lean on because that is the last Thing I need right now. So that's always been a priority since day one, since I started my business before I was making any money. I see a few of my friends here I, that I met years ago in that very first group coaching program before I made a cent and they watched my business grow from zero to my first 10k launch within a couple of weeks. That was before I was making any money. That was like a couple thousand dollar investment. I don't remember what it was at the time, but had support then, had support when things were really, really amazing, had support in the dark night of the soul, have support now, <laughs> like always, fucking always. That's number one. I don't know if you guys can hear Carter screaming in the background, but I assume he's getting a diaper change and freaking out right now. Um, <laughs> like need some soundproof walls. So support, that's number one, non-negotiable. I do not care how much money I'm making or not making. I'm not going to go without my mentor. I'm not going to go without my support system, not available for it. Second one is team support. I am not going to run my business on my own. Absolutely not. (laughs) There were moments and conversations that I had to have with my team and just being the most gracefully honest I could be about the business and my concerns and things like that and like making sure that they're taken care of financially while we're going through like our own turbulence and so that really stretched me and developed me as a leader, but in no point where like there are any layoffs or let goes or pauses. Like we are gonna find a way to always have the team support. Always, always, always. Whether that's just starting with a VA, hiring an OBM, a tech assistant, whatever that looks like for you. Do not go without support. Do not go without people in your corner. Because, like i said in the beginning there are going to be things that you're so good at yes your coaching and your services but there's also going to be other things that you're good at inside your business for me it's the creative it's the copy it's the visuals it's the branding like that is my heart and my soul in my business i won't outsource that it doesn't feel good but if you're talking to me about tech if you're talking to me about softwares if you're talking to me about that like absolutely not i will not do that myself those are Leaky, drainy tasks for me. So, team support is number two. Those are two out of the three things I will not go without. And then, three, the software is to make my business function. Like, having an online business, automation is just a non negotiable. And I see so many people that are like really unwilling or like feeling limited by their tech. And, like I said in the beginning, there's so much there's so many softwares out there like a lot of them are are mainstream and we talk about them and we know them Kajabi, Thrivecart, ClickFunnels like those are big names but there are so many different platforms out there that like I guarantee you you could find something with some degree of functionality you need and also within your budget. So like when we were looking at ActiveCampaign I was like there are definitely things that we need functionality wise. So I wanna make sure with whatever choice we're choosing, like those boxes are checked, but there's gotta be something else there. And we ended up saving like seven or $800 a month, a month, same functionality. We just did a little digging. We did a little research, made all the difference. So those are the three areas that I would prioritize. And I want to say that's in addition to paying yourself. I didn't mention that, but that should be so, 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 so important. Like I assume that that's implied, but that's a mistake on my end that's after paying my bills. That's after feeding my family. That's after taking care of paying the CEO behind the brand. I pay myself first, and then those are the other three non-negotiables. Mentorship, coaching, your support system, your team, and the the like platforms that you actually need to scale an online business. So, hopefully this like gets you guys really excited and inspired to just revisit intentionality about the way that you're circulating money, where where things are going, where your time is being spent, what you're outsourcing, what you're keeping in-house, ways that you can maintain a luxury brand where you don't go without and you're so supported. You're also keeping a lot more money. And that's a conversation that I'm so excited to have with you and like bring to this platform and bring to my programs, especially like The girls inside the CEO mastermind, like imagine like building your business from that perspective of I'm going to pay myself first, I'm going to invest in support, I'm going to invest in my team, all non-negotiables from day one. That's so powerful. And then in the partnership, it's so much refinement of like, where did things just get bigger and more out of hand than we wanted and intended it to and how do we, Rearrange and reconfigure and refine and get things feeling really good and really light again and lean But make it luxe no matter if you're making six figures or a million dollars or you're on your way to multi millions It doesn't matter Keeping a pulse on this is so big because I don't want any of us to get into the mindset of, oh yeah, just because we're making all this money, like it it just doesn't matter where it goes. It does. It does matter where it goes. It does matter that it feels good. It does matter that it's aligned. And as you evolve, as you grow, things that used to feel aligned might not feel aligned anymore. So you need to make sure that you're keeping a pulse on those things, keeping tabs on those things. Um... So that's my my riff on lean, but make it lux. Go look at where your money is flowing. Look at what you value spending and investing in. Look at where your money has been going. And maybe it's not in alignment with your values, right? Like if I found myself, if I value mentorship and coaching, but I'm spending most of my money on like softwares that's creating conflict. Like, no, no, no. Let's start to rearrange. Let's start to refine. Let's start to realign things again. And that has made all of the difference and that's something that we're working through big time in both of my programs the CEO mastermind is truly the space to go if you are working on building a six-figure business so if you're working on sustaining five six seven ten fifteen k months and you've had some some fun months here and there, but you're like, I really want to take things to the next level and I don't want it to be a one-time thing. And I don't want to have to like repeatedly launch and repeatedly hustle to sustain it. I want to build something that really truly works for me and that's simple to scale upon when I get to that step. That's the CEO Mastermind. It's the place to be. It's designed with inclusions to actually get you to that point, which part of it is coaching, part of it is mentorship, part of it is community. But so much of it is like contextual and understanding what needs to be poured into your business and having conversations like these. So the CEO mastermind is the place to be for that. If you're like, I've done the thing, I've had a 10K month here and there, like I've built success, but I really want to amplify. I want to refine. I want to get more intentional. I want to like find my spark again. I want to have more fun. I want to expand. That's the partnership the profitable partnership, I always call it a playground. It's a freaking playground for expansion, for refinement. It's where our standards are so high. Every move, every decision, every dollar is like rooted in joy and pleasure and fulfillment and regulation. It feels calm and kind to your nervous system. We're doing subconscious healing. We're getting really deep. We're supporting the woman behind the brand and when you expand inside, your business expands. I always say you can only take your business and you can only take your clients as deep as you're willing to take yourself. And the partnership is where we go deep. Tight-knit community plus one-on-one. We do in-person retreats. It's like it's amazing. (laughs) Highly recommend. 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, but that is my training for you guys today. I'm so excited to hear how it landed for you and what you thought of it and all the things. This will be on the podcast later this week. And then if you guys have questions about either the CEO mastermind or the partnership, both of those links are in my Instagram bio, and you can always slide into the DMS if you have any questions on either one. So hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day and I will talk to you soon.